Hi, beautiful. You are listening to the Africana Woman Podcast. I am your host, Chulu. Every week, I ask an Africana woman to invite us into her home to give us a snapshot into what happens behind her closed doors. I hope you will join me on this journey of discovery, revelation, and self-awareness. I'm not going to lie. It may become uncomfortable sometimes. However, I encourage you to push past your unease and challenge yourself to think differently. The simple act of expanding yourself to receive the unknown may be transformational for you. This episode is brought to you by the Africana Woman Visionaries. This is the premier network for female entrepreneurs of African descent. You can learn more about the visionaries and how you can be a part of this amazing group of women by visiting at Africana Woman on Instagram or Facebook. For years, women have struggled with finding the right balance as to how they can be leaders when our cultures tell us to be demure. Or when we are labeled aggressive and angry in comparison to a man who will be called assertive, if put in the same situation. I have personally felt that I needed to take on more male attributes to elevate myself in my career and be a leader. Ladies, can you agree with me that even when we were younger, you know, you noticed that the most successful people were men. Therefore, something in your mind told you that, you know, take on that male persona. Then, once you make it into a leadership role, you find resistance. Because in some places, some spaces, there are still men who will not accept a woman as their leader. Today, my guest and I will deconstruct what leading as a woman can actually look like when you embrace your femininity. This is a woman who has worked in a predominantly male industry. So when she says you can be a success, she knows it is possible because she has modeled it for you. The Africana woman spotlighted is Yosola Adigan from Nigeria. Yosola, popularly known as Ya, is a graduate of elect electrical electronics engineering who has over 22 years experience in the ICT world. Yosola is a skilled a leader of diverse teams and companies, and she takes them to higher levels of delivery, including strategic business executions, project management offices, project portfolio management, business development, governance, methodologies, deployments, training, mentoring, coaching, assessments, and quality reviews. She has worked as a break and fix engineer, IT consultant, business development and product manager across different organizations, including and not limited to manufacturing, telcos and banks, which she has served in and outside the Nigerian space. 
She is married to Abiodun and they are blessed with two wonderful children. Her mantra is, we are what we have decided and chosen to be. Ladies, get your pen and notebook out. You will want to take some notes. Please welcome Ya to the Africana Woman Mic. So today our topic is holding up the ladder and leading as a female. Now, yeah. I know you have been in so many, you know, leadership roles, but I would like to, uh, I'd like you to take us back and just walk us through what it was like going into a uh, uh, an industry like ICT, which seems to be very male dominated. So what was that experience like and how did you climb the ladder? Yeah, you know, just as you said, thanks so much for that warm introduction. And good evening, everyone. I'm more than excited and I count it a privilege to be here. I'm not the only one who knows from Nigeria. I know that very well. <laughs> So truly, I count this a great privilege and I had a very amazing time when I visited Zambia. Uh, going straight to the point, as you said, it, it wasn't an easy one. It wasn't an easy one and it's still not, but it's better. Because in my days, mm. were the days that you'll be on the table with 40 men and you're the only female there. And oh. this, this is exactly my, my, my plan. My plan is to take us on this call on the journey. And when I'm talking about the leadership, okay, you, um, I'm also a John Maxwell leadership coach. And so when you're talking about leadership, I want that topic so that we females especially will understand that one of the best virtues or one of the best values we can have is leadership. And mm. I will want to take you through the journey to answer your question. And I know it will be a, a bit surprising the kind of journey I want to take you through. And I want to take everybody to, and that journey starts from my birth. Mm, okay. yeah, I was, I pride myself being, being an African because I was born in the East and I grew up in the West. So I was born in Nairobi, Kenya. My father was a diplomat. Mm. And why I'm taking it back to the story of my birth is the how. You know, I will save you mm. from all the, uh, all the details of, you know, the relationship between my father and my mother. And they were married. They were legally married. But as we all, uh, as we know common in Africa, they went through a bit of great challenges, mm. including when my mother had to go join him. So by the time my mother joined him, he had made up his mind. Uh, my mother has made up her mind that she's not having any more children. She had only four children, um, okay. three, three girls and one boy. And so when she joined, the man insisted that they should have a child, you know, to at least um, define where they were, like they were out of the country. And my mother said, I asked her stories, and my mother said she didn't want to have any other child because she knows what she had gone through. And it mm -hmm. became an issue, and the man insisted, as my father insisted, and then they decided to have a child but and i hope everyone is following me because i throw out my lessons along the line the reason my mother chose to have another child is she had a hope that the child would be a boy 
Remember, oh, I said okay. that she had three she children had and one boy. And one boy, yes. So she hopes that the child will be a boy. And, you know, just as we girls always talk to ourselves, she made her friends know that the reason she's going for this pregnancy is her possibility to have a boy child. Mm. And on on her delivery, if we have anybody from care joining, I was born in Mata Masqueria Hospital. And on her deli- on my delivery day, lo and behold, of course, I popped out and I was a girl. And mm-hmm. even her friends were, you know, her friends looked at her and had to tell her so sorry that, you know, sorry for this, that we all knew you wanted a baby boy. And mm. to be candid, she said that, she told them that, um, I trust God, you know, we Africans, we trust one God and another, that I trust God that this one will take care of me. And mm. that is the beginning of my journey. You could understand the beginning of the beginning of my journey. I was wished to be a boy. And yeah. you study pregnancies very well. Even the babies in you, they know, they know, they know when you are wanted or not. Because while I was growing mm-hmm. up, I remember that I used to have these conversations with my mother that, you know, are you sure you guys loved me? Did you want me? And that was when she sat me down and tell, told me that story that indeed she wanted a boy child. But at the same time, she accepted. Mm-hmm. She accepted me. Wow. When did um, you have this conversation? At what age? I had it at different ages. I had it at age 11. I had it at age 16. And that's another lesson. Mm-hmm. You know, stories stories help us a lot. I always mm-hmm. ensure that wherever I meet, I try to get stories out of them. And so that is mm-hmm. one of the leadership things. And so that's the beginning of my journey. Then it got to a stage. I wanted to study electrical and electronics engineering. And my mother told me candidly that this is a man's world. If I go to study the course, it may not be uh, easy for me. And advised if I would do uh, medicine, you know, instead of electrical. That's Mm -hmm. another part of my journey. And uh, and I hope yeah, people who are following these stories are following it. You know, number one, I was born because the reason the woman get pregnant of me at all is because she was hoping I'll be a boy. Now stage mm. two, I want to choose a course. And I'm told again, and I knew my mother was true. I knew she loved me. And I'm told again that I can't do the course I want to. It will be safe for me to do the course I want to because I'm not a boy. And mm. why I'm saying this is that we need to consciously visit the things that had kind of undermined our existence. Mm. Because as from then was when I started wondering that I'm a human being. Most mm-hmm. things be defined because of my breast and vagina. Mm. And I was, it was a personal, you know, thing on me to be candid. I forgot about it. I was hoping I would choose another course, but I really mm-hmm. loved electrical. One thing led to another, and I ended up doing the electrical exam test. And of course, I got to the school. And when I got to school, I clearly knew that, you know, maybe I should have followed my mother. In electrical, we had 80 boys and eight girls. And so they, they well, have to, yeah, so in class, you know, people like say, one, two, we were one to ten. Yes, we were ratio yeah. one to ten. And... And amazingly, we, you know, amazingly, we, we got on. 
we okay. got on so well. The boys were so protective of us, you know. We were we were guarded around the school and all that. And this gave me the opportunity to get closer to the male gender. And mm -hmm. there are some stories I have skipped, you know. I had gotten to understand some basics about the male gender. So I especially was very friendly towards them. And I realized that they will never allow you. They will not want you to fail, especially when, you know, your relationship is not purely like and brother and sisters, you know. Mm -hmm. They just don't want you to fail. They are just, you know, behind you, they're supporting you. They will help you. And I got to understand their world, right? But again, I was, you know, still mm -hmm. a female. Now, that is phase two, right? Phase mm. three was when I went for my internship, you know, when you're studying mm. courses like that, at a point you need to go for like a one-year, no, uh, yes, it was a one-year internship yeah. I went for. Mm -hmm. And I had found an internship place. I had done so well. And we got to hear about another organization in town. And when I heard about that organization in town, I was so interested. And I went. I had not yet resumed the first the place I got an offer in. So I went for my inter for an interview in the place. I got the interview done and I did so well, right? And the man that interviewed me looked at me in the face and said, You did so well. I said, So when do I resume? And I realized it was cold. And he mm. said, to confess to you, I really don't know why I interviewed you. I said, anyway, I, I had prayed and I'm good. So um, he said, I said, but why? You know, always ask the why questions. I said, yeah. and because my organi our organization has a non-written policy not to employ females. Oh. The, the females we will employ are only going to be the secretaries. So I said, I'm not engineers. I said, mm. I said, really? He said, yes. And I said, but well, you said I did well. He said, you did so well. And I really didn't, ex you know, also didn't expect it. And that's another part. The leadership, the number one leadership we should have as females is leadership for mm. ourselves. We should be on top of our emotions so that when mm. even we are insulted, we can we can excuse it to get to the point so you don't get distracted, you know. Mm. Because immediately he also made a, a statement that he interviewed me because he wasn't very sure I would do well. I mean, mm. that's, that's a little bit of an insult, if you'll agree with me. Mm -hmm. But I excused yeah. it and I went ahead to say, so he was thinking that after he interviews me and I definitely don't do well, I mean, he will be able to justify that, oh, she didn't do well, that's why we didn't employ her. Not knowing that mm -hmm. they had a silent law not to employ females. So I went ahead to negotiate. I said, but I'm not even a full staff. I just want to have an internship. And he says, yes. Mm. That even for internship, they don't think they, they, they didn't plan to have females. Then I asked, I negotiated again. I said, but will you please give me a foot in? You guys should just try me. And he said, that is what he's considering, that he will, you know, table my case with the management that this intern did excellently well. And that was how my journey began, truly. My case was tabled and it was said that, okay, because she's just an intern, let's employ her and see how things goes. Without being proud, okay. by the second month of my internship, 
I have made great strides in the organization more than any staff had ever done. And mm-hmm. this is not um, for anyone who personally wants to know if I could give you the name of the organization, the name of people that are there. And this is because, you know, when I was going in, I, I told myself that I will show these people that to be a female has nothing to do with our brains. If anything ever, we are even, we will surpass the male folks, you know. I didn't hate man. I just accepted it as it is. There is a challenge about, you know, the female gender and I am going in there to lead and to also give another female an opportunity to be candid. Mm -hmm. That was what was on my mind. And I did go in there. I really did, did go in there, you know. If I could give details about some other stories that happened, the, the greatest feats mm-hmm. I made were not intentional, you know. I was chosen because there was no other person available to get the job done. And mm-hmm. so, so those kind of um, feats, when I was told to go to sites with them, they feel, I mean, they even tell me in confidence, like, you know what, don't feel bad. No one can get this thing done. So we just brought you here so that the customers won't feel we didn't bring anybody. But don't worry, even okay. if you don't get it fixed. But to God's glory, I always get it fixed. By the mm. time I was two months at my place of internship, I, by that time I had received like three awards. By mm. the fourth feat I accomplished, an emergency meeting was called. <laughs> and... <laughs> And he <laughs> decided the meeting. Yes. And he said, um, this lady has won this organization, this organization. You know, those were the days that high, it was things were based on high merit. Your engineer, can okay. fix it, we give you the deal. And so because I was fixing it in all these big, big organizations, my organizations were getting these deals. So my MD mm-hmm. came and said, You'll all agree with me that we have made the greatest strides we have made. Remember, the organization was new. That the greatest mm-hmm. strides we have made in the industry has been pioneered by this, our baby intern. Because I was really a baby intern. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be fair. I have made a decision that since she has accomplished feats that full staff has not even accomplished, we will stop paying her as an intern. We will start mm-hmm. paying her as a full t- staff, even though she's an mm-hmm. intern. And yeah. handed, that's the history of my life. I only received an intern sh- fee for for two months. Yeah. It was more or less, the money was multiplied like six, seven times. And wow. that was what I was being paid. You know, I missed the part of the story to say my mother is now a widow, was now, a, you know, a widow. And with that, I sent, I got myself off my mother's list and, you know, saw myself to the rest of my education. But the point mm-hmm. is this. After me, more females were employed. Even yes. Got, even got no, and it's not, when you're saying more females were employed, they weren't employed as secretaries. They were employed as they were, engineers. Yes, they were employed engineers. And yes, it, they were employing engineers, and it was even getting a bit embarrassing on interview tables. They will ask them that we hope you will be like your solar. And these are people that never met me, so they'll immediately they get into the office. They want to know who is this your solar, and of course, mm-hmm. I tend to mentor a lot of people, and I stand on that wings to say that 
I have a history. The organization had em has employed till date more than 300 females. It's mm -hmm. one of the first wow. organizations in Nigeria. And I have a very amazing relationships with the founders and the owners of the uh, you know organizations. Of course, I moved from there to go to some other um, organizations. But, you know, I can't, there are so many details. Maybe when you ask questions, I'll be able to, you know, give specific answers. It was not easy. Mm. When a man yeah, gives I mean, one yeah. hour, I give seven hours. When people read mm -hmm. just a sheet of a book, I read the whole book. Because mm -hmm. I was there to prove that I can't just do this. Every female can do it. And to be candid, mm -hmm. it's, I was able to establish that. I was now finally able to even have a one-on-one a -on -one with the owner and the founder. And I told him my story. And he did not deny mm -hmm. it. He told me that it was true. It, he I'm, said that. Yeah. I think that's what I really wanted to find out. Like, you know, because it's one thing for someone to say, oh, there's an unwritten rule that we don't employ females. So, you know, like you can think like, oh, maybe it's just him making an assumption or something. You know what I mean? But yeah. for the found to hear it from the founder's mouth, then that's a completely different situation. Yeah, because we had gotten to a point that we had a very, very great relationship. You know, mm -hmm. and of course, around that time, and that's the other thing we need to learn. I had learned about the male gender, and I don't fool myself that we are the same. We are different. And so the way we are mm. approach things are, is different. And so I know how to talk to a man. And that's my certification proves it. The gender intelligence I do in the other world. So I was able to have yeah. some good conversations. And he told me that his mistakes right and um, but he told me the you know one or two reasons that he did not know that there will be some females that can walk as crazy mm. as i did you know those were the days that we didn't have a lot of this female you know um agitations and that mm -hmm. immediately they he had my experience i should see that he ensured that I was, you know, even overtreated, right? And overtreated in the sense that I was an intern, but he 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 acted, he gave the law based on the results that this girl is giving a result higher than, you know, higher than a staff. Mm -hmm. So she should be treated as a staff. And of course, many times I leave to go to school. I was always called back to come back and, you know, and to work. And that is what it did for me. I mean, till date, I was amazed this year when someone I met um, told me that he, he got a job in this organization and said, there's a history about you that I was so proud to tell them that oh, I know her. I met her somewhere. And, and this is a man, you know, this is, a, this is now a male. And I smiled. He said, I heard your history and I heard that you set mm -hmm. a standard that till date is still being talked about. 20 mm. years after so um my submission is we need to leave first lead ourselves and we need mm. and, and how do we lead ourselves we need to silence the voice of it's not possible we need to silence the voice of 
um, of insults, you know, when people are, when, when too many people are saying, no, you can't do it. Yes, of offense. You need to be able to silence it and go on top of all those voices. You know, mm. we need to 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 fight equality in a different way. We need to fight equality mm-hmm. with um, not with a request to be on the table. I think we need to fight it with competence. You know, it, it has to yeah. be a case in which nobody else can do it but you. And even if it's not, even if it it's, they don't want to give it to a, a, a female, it will be given to you. And with that, and that is a leadership thing, with that, you will change a lot of, you will change a lot of um, standards that have been said behind the, you know, behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So in the mm-hmm. process, guys, I, 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 I did... <laughs> I didn't work as me. I don't like people saying that, oh, she worked like a man. No, I worked like me. Yeah, I was going to ask you. (laughs) So, you know, I think a lot of times, especially when people go into these corporate settings, they want to, um, as women, we want to take on a a male persona, you know? And, you know, so it's the pantsuits and, you know, the way you address people, very aggressive and things like that. But you earlier you said that you you knew very early on that men and women are different. So can you talk to us a little bit about how um, one a female can lead differently than a male and be successful to successfully you know have those attributes that are feminine? But you know what are those things? Yeah, thanks. You know, and so on that. We are different. Yes, we are. And there is a lot of scientific proof to it. For reasons I don't understand, they are not really put up there in the open. You know, just as you know, my other life is the gender intelligence thing I went to study and I realized that we are mm-hmm. different. I've been researching for seven years. Now, how did I lead as a female? To start with, there are some <laughs> there are some places that we clash. Like when you said um, some females can be aggressive. If it's mm. a male that talks that way, they never they will say he's assertive. But if a female mm-hmm. talks that exact way, we will say the girl is the woman is aggressive. And those mm-hmm. are one of the challenges we have, you know. So at times the woman may not be aggressive, she may just be assertive. But sadly, because she's a woman, she will be told she's aggressive. But your other mm. question is very amazing. Like, how did I lead like a female? Number one. A female is a natural nurturer. Either you've had babies or you've not had babies. The nurture is inside us. We we have an ability to be able to focus on different things at the same time. Not necessarily Mm -hmm. multitasking. People say, no, not necessarily multitasking. An example is, and a test that can give us is for you to go into a place with a male. When you go maybe Mm -hmm. anywhere, just enter anywhere with a male. And by the time you guys sit down, the female will be able to identify somebody that wore yellow. You're able to identify something on the table. The the Mm -hmm. female may be able to say that, did you notice that the floor was not tarred? The male may not notice. He will only notice one thing. And that is mm. and that is an edge on us. Somehow it has been misinterpreted as multitasking. Multitasking, in my own world, is not a very safe, you know, um, leadership skill. Mm. 
but it is okay. that focus is is that a wo- a woman can focus on so many things at the same time without losing her mm-hmm. real focus. Like if you enter, the, let, let's use a party. If you enter the party. You and a man enter the party. Both of you can be looking straight at the eyes of the bride, but the female would have caught the color. You would have caught the ambience. You probably would have even caught where the dress of the bride was torn. But mm-hmm. still seeing the bride. So mm-hmm. if you and the male sit down, the male will be telling you about, oh, the bride's dress. You will say, oh, yes, she had a pretty dress and it was torn at the corner. It's nature. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's the makeup of the, it's, it's our hormones. It's how we are made that makes us to see those things. So if, if you're on this call or you're watching it later, if you haven't noticed that, start noticing the great things about you. Don't be fighting to be like a man. Be fighting to bring out your uniqueness and how great it is that you bring to the table. And, you know, to answer the question. So mm-hmm. I have had privilege to manage men. Men. And Chulu, mm-hmm. African men, multinational men, and African mm-hmm. men. I have been in those yeah. kind of positions. And what was the difference? When I'm having an, um, I have, and, and let me say it straight, I am able to notice a lot of things in my teammates. Okay. Maybe I tell, and that's a natural thing, maybe the man is supposed to do a job. And he doesn't do it mm-hmm. well. And I know that he did one well. I may notice that when he came in that morning, he wasn't looking good. Mm-hmm. He himself did not notice. I will notice. Mm-hmm. I will notice a lot of personal things. And even this was even before I got married. And I would rather, mm-hmm. you know, get a room and get them on the table and say, this and this and this is what you expected to deliver. Can you let me know how I can help you? Because I know that this is not you. And if you mm. don't mind, is there a way I can help you about what you're going through so that I can understand yeah. why you're not doing this? And Chulu, that used to be my major secret and my major tunnel. They, they will open up to me. They will tell me that, do you know that I'm very correct? In fact, mm. I, I and at times I make decisions. I can make I make some you know decisions that I can make. You know, maybe they are supposed to deliver the job in five days. I can make a case to get the case the job delivered in ten days, and I can make a case for mm. them to go and sort out their personal issues. And yeah, I would you know then the, the, the gift of a female. I know I tend to know the different um, opportunities in the organization. Right. And so some males may not know that, okay, this person has a right to two weeks, two days depression leave, you know, like if he's not feeling happy, I can go to our manager, renegotiate it and say, please, I need this engineer to be away for this. Wow. Chula, I bet you by the time the guys are coming back, they are 10,005 better. And Mm -hmm. the testimony I have is till now, I have personal relationships with people that worked for me, with me or for me, let me, I don't know the words to use because, mm-hmm. and that's a difference. And, you know, that's what I brought to the table as a female, because as a male, um, males are logical. You have to do this job, just to get mm-hmm. the job done. No stories. As a female, I was able to, you know, go the extra mile. I remember one day 
one, and this was not even my, my this was not my subordinate. This was my boss, my director. And okay. he, we walked into, I was, I went to give him a paper to sign. And I greeted him. He looked up. And I said, sir, the way you look, since you have some things on your mind, I'm sorry. I know it's not my business. I just brought this for you to sign. But you know, I'm, I'm a woman. I see that you're not happy. Whatever it is, please, you know. Then guess what? Mm. He told me to go lock his door and told me to sit down. Mm. So mm-hmm. I locked his door and, his, and I sat down. Mm-hmm. And he now opened up to me that he's just coming from the hospital. One of his children is in the hospital, has been operated upon, and he's not looking good. Chulu, to my shock, he was, I mean, tears were coming from his eyes. And I was like, yeah. oh my God, you know. And I, I you know, I, I just, all I could do then, I was even still young. I, you know, I just, you know, made him to know that, um, you know, that I'm with him in this. He should please accept, you know. Mm-hmm my um, sympathy, I empathized with him. And then I even dropped a word of advice that said, Do you, don't you think that maybe you should, you know, um, take some time off it's to go be yeah. and all that. And then he said, oh, the reason I actually came to work, and that's how I started learning about the male gender. So the reason I mm. came is because I can't handle the, I can't handle what is happening in the hospital. I just can't handle it. I can't, I can't, I can't handle the fact that I may lose this child. You know, and mm. he started telling me, and I started saying, oh, if I was the wife, I'd rather be saying this man doesn't care. So he left the hospital because he can't handle it. He said, you know, if I'm at work now, you see, immediately I just came in, you have brought in things for me to sign. To an extent, you are going to, I'm going, somehow the problem will not be very, you know, cautious on me. I know till close of work, then I'll go back. I'll, I mean, I let, that was when I left my first lesson that you really can't mm. judge people by what they do. And yeah. to God's glory, the, the, the child, you know, the child did well. But you know something very funny? Mm. He, I love the organization. When he sees me, he will tell me, oh, how are you doing? Do you know that your girl is doing X, Y, Z? Do you know your girl won an award? Do you know your girl? Mm. We built a bond. And yeah. a lot of people come to me and say, what is your secret? Your solar, what is your secret? My secret is just that I will, I'm being female. I yell mm. my crazily and I am able to get into my gender to bring out what is, in, you know, what is the, the sweetness. Nurturing. What is, what is the empathy. Yes. Yeah. What is it is, yeah. you know. It, and it's, it's not very oh. an easy one, I really need to say. Girl, after the year we just had, I know as an entrepreneur and a leader, things got real lonely really fast. Uncertainty has become the order of the day and yet we must continue to not only survive but thrive. So as a leader, who do you turn to to fill your cup, to give you inspiration, to teach you and to mentor you? We have created a community just for this very reason, to support each other, to hold each other accountable, and to be each other's cheerleaders. This group is called the Africana Woman Visionaries because we're looking past the storm and are focused on the vision we have for our companies and the African continent. Join the Africana Woman Visionaries free Facebook group to learn more. Now back to the conversation.
So I think, you know, a lot of women have concerns, especially when working with men in terms of um, giving out the wrong signals. And, I'm, I, you know, sometimes it's not even that you give out the wrong signals. It's just that you get approached and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, sexually harassed in the office. Mm-hmm. So what advice would you give to a, a woman who is looking to, you know, get up the to climb the ladder? but you know not have to do it on her back on her back yes it's i I think i'll put it to you know the first word i said you need to earn your place by your competence and Mm. i agree i agree with what you said i've had those kind of ugly incidences you know Mm. some people will make sly jokes and yeah they'll make sly jokes or it's number one by knowing your boundaries, defining Mm. your boundaries. And also to me, I always say accepting the truth. And what do I mean by accepting the truth? You, you don't fight, you don't fight some things, you know that, okay, there's a possibility that this, this behavior will be there. That is one truth Mm -hmm. you should accept. So you, you don't lose focus on, on just Mm -hmm. on, on who you are and what you want to present. Now, mm-hmm. you win some, you lose some. My story has not been all sweet. There was, there was, I have, I have a story in which somebody I employed was made to be my boss. Okay. Oh, yes. So you win some, you lose some. And you should now know the time that you will quit. Mm. And you should know the time you will quit if it gets too bad. So to do things on your number one, the first, when you set a standard for yourself that you are going to mm-hmm. this table based on competency, you have, mm-hmm. you've already defined a lot. So you know what okay. is required to do some things and you are doing those things. Then number two, you, I'll say that um, the, the teaching that women are more emotional than men has, mm-hmm. has given us a, a bit of, um, wrong definitions every human being is emotional so you don't bring your emotions on the table i personally even believe that the female is more strong emotionally than the male you just mm. can't imagine the things we have handled we have a way of putting our emotions behind and handling it i have mm-hmm. so many funny examples i give you know i i say see if you know what a female handles, you know that we push back our emotions and we are able to stand on the table. So we should bring it mm-hmm. to work. When people talk to you anyhow, you don't fall down immediately. You already, you're already talking to yourself. And then to an extent, that's why you take a foot, foot forward to learn a bit about those genders, learn about it at work, learn and understand about politics right mm. for example mm-hmm. i mean uh, uh, it's happened to me and i have some mentors you know there was a time i i have the pride to say i built one of the biggest data centers in in africa as a project mm-hmm. manager and when we we're doing this job hmm, it involved me being on site till 1 a.m and 2 a.m too mm. so at this stage you know i i my, my, my role was challenged at that point and I was working with different multinationals mm-hmm. and it got to a stage that people did not know what my secret was, but what was my secret? Emails will stay back to work hard mm-hmm. after 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3 a.m. They are still on site. Mm-hmm. 
Chulu, your sister was there as well. Mm. I was my, and by that time, I had, I mean, I already had children. So I was there as well. So there's no conversation you're going to have that I will not be part of. So I'm not going to come tomorrow morning sulking that I don't know what you said. Mm. They will even, it even gets to a point. Some people will even tell you that, oh, go now, you're a woman, it's late. I'll say, excuse me, I'm also an engineer. So don't worry, mm. I'll stay on site. And because of that, when there are higher conversations, you have something to say. You're not reporting. I'm not saying somebody told me. I am giving a direct report, right? And those, amazingly, were some of the things that gave me the extra edge. You know, this data center I was telling you about, I later realized that some people wanted their name on it as the project manager, and they did everything to drop, you know, to get me out of the job. But I also did everything to stay on the job. So mm. um, when it gets to those points, you, at those points, one of the things is that I recouped, right? I, I went to search for mentors. And I when I say mentors, I searched, also, I searched for tough female mentors and I searched for mm -hmm. tough male mentors who mm. would teach me that this is how to do this, this is how to do this, this is where you should talk. I mean, to confess, I was still being told that I didn't blow my trumpet as much as I should have. But, mm. you know, by the time people were stressing me, I was mm. not... I was not, you know, begging. I was not trying to use the femininity in me to say, please don't harass me. I was giving it back to them on, you know, yeah. competency level, on mentoring level, you know. I, I, I got to understand the politics, you know. So if you're a female and you're going into, into career, you should first, it may sound funny, but you should not put it in front of you that you're a female in as much as you should not forget it. You should not, mm -hmm. you know, put it in front of you that, oh, I can't drive late at night. With all due respect, I tell, I told myself, then why can't I drive late at night? If a man can drive, I can also drive. You know, mm -hmm. it's amazing how at times we fight for equality, but we want to remove some at a point in time. So in those days, I drove 3 a.m. I drove 2 a.m. I'm on mm. site. There was a time I was on site for three days nonstop, right? And I mm. At a point, how to talk to a customer because when we needed to do some jobs in which we needed to be, you know, to sleep over on site, you will see my the females of the customers would be like, "Oh no, I can't sleep over." And then I called on. I said, "This sleepover is only going to happen for two days, and then this mm. job will be done." You can't you can't sleep over just for two days. These two days mm. that you can't sleep over is the most critical path on this project. When you don't sleep over for two days, your, your name will not be part of the team that made this thing happen. And then later you yeah. say they are sidelining the female gender. But no, I will suggest, I said, see me, I've been sleeping over this your site for days. I'll suggest that you mm -hmm. try to sleep over also for those two days. At least you are even lucky. You, you will have me as another female. I had nobody, you know. As a female, I am the only one here. And she she amazingly took to my advice and she still thanks me till date. So I think it's really by pushing your competence on the table, it gets to a time that you need to, you, you shouldn't be pushed. It's not the gender you're going to be pushing forward. So when it gets to this, I think it's because at times we give up. I'm so sad nowadays to see that females try to get some things by the, by the back. Mm -hmm. You can get whatever you want by, you know, competence. In the days of our parents, we, I, I know that some females will even rather be, um, they would rather do odd jobs than, mm. you know, than sleep with a man to move forward. 
they would rather, you know, be cleaners. So they would rather do odd jobs to ensure they get their dignity. So we can keep mm. our dignity in place and still do what you have to do. And that's why I say the first person you need to lead is you. The first person you mm -hmm. need to lead is you because there will be, you will face so many, you know, so many funny cases. You will. Yeah. And but when you are a confident person, you're a confident female, you'll be able to give people back answers. I remember mm -hmm. one day we were on the table and this was outside work. And this was but this was a colleague, uh, and they were just joking about you know a friend. And it had to mm. do with it had to do with the looks, you know. And they were telling her that you don't even give a damn about your stature. See, you have a big stomach. You know, and people everybody was laughing. That's another thing. You should always be in charge of your movements. Mm. And immediately I caught it as this is this is rude. So when he mm. was done, they said, jokingly, you're so like you're quiet. I said, yes, that I, I'm just looking at you guys. You, you're joking that this lady has a big stomach. This is after she had um, four children. You, you don't have one. Your own stomach is given to you by beer. And you have the mm -hmm. right to be talking to somebody that has stomach because she bought children. You know, for once, they apologized. They said, oh, no, they were just joking. I said, you don't joke with things like that. So when yeah. people know your stand, you know, to an extent, mm -hmm. when people know your stand, they won't, they won't, um, they won't present cross you what the they know you're not exactly. They won't cross the line. So I'm always of, of uh, I, I tend to have a reputation of your solar can be so funny, she can be so jovial, but don't cross the line with her. And so yeah. when it gets to that, uh, they, they don't cross the line. I need to confess, they don't cross the line. Some tried, some tried, some may say. After all, you are a female. And I say, after all, you two, you are a male. And the only thing you, you seem to be thinking about is your penis. I mean, immediately it gets at them. And they're like, oh, 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 oh. I'm like, yes, you don't define me by, you don't just, if I am not on this table because of what is in my head, then you won't, be have, you won't have the privilege to have this conversation mm -hmm. with me. And a lot of times they apologize. And that is what I say about leadership. They dare not give it to the girls that are coming behind me. They dare not. Mm. So as a, a female leader, what legacy are you leaving behind or, or building? And how are you um, ensuring that other females are coming up as well? I... I have a mentoring group, which is very, very, um, which I don't throw outside there. And mm -hmm. it's labeled Wise Women Build. And oh. yeah, uh, it's very, very personal because it's rather a 360 degree thing that I want for females. You know, we really can live the life we want to. We can, mm -hmm. we can be balanced in all ramifications. I am able to use the opportunity to to teach my mentees, you know, how, where to create boundaries, how to put their best foot forward, how to negotiate some with their spouses, how to define life. Nothing should actually put you down. Um, I mean, for example, this month, I'm going to be having conversations on adoption because this is the adoption month. So it is, it's not one way sided. Life, you can have it all. You really can have it all. You know, people have a feeling that we can't have it all. I also did. 
I also was scared mm. that, you know, I don't think I can have everything I want on earth. But I realized that I I can be whatever I want to be. And mm-hmm. I charted that course. And I definitely will want to add that with the grace of God, I've been able to get to where I am. So my legacy is for a... I want a lady to stand, stand tomorrow and mm-hmm. and to say that I am... I achieved what I, I did achieve in my life because I met your solar and because I was in mm. her tribe. So I really have a tribe and but I don't throw it out there. I I am easily my my then babies have grown. <laughs> I started it's a legacy I started with um with twenty ladies in their twenties. Today yeah. they are very big um some of them are you know very very big women in their careers, mm. when I say careers, some of them very happily married and mm. controlling very big stakes because, and that is what maybe made me to veer off into, veer into the family life, you know, and do a lot of studies and being able to, you know, teach and define things. To, first, to start with, everything I did was trying to learn. You know, one of my mm. one of my friends says that Dandapani, he says that there's a difference when you are learning for yourself and learning to teach. I learned for myself and I realized that those things, you know, those things could work, it gives you good results. And mm. and with that, Julu, you know, um where I am by God's grace, um mm. where am I by God's grace? Okay. That, so, you know, earlier you had mentioned a project that you're working on and you you had children by then, but, you know, you stayed on site. You were going back home at 2 a.m., 3 a.m. Tell us a little bit about that because, you know, there's a lot of um, reservation when you have a family, you know, whether it's a young family or you've got teenagers, you know, and, you know, women just feel like, okay, I, I really should be more present at home. So what advice would you give to um, a mother that's also a career woman? You know, um, the brevity of the time we have here cannot, you know, make me to really, you know, it's more than advice. It's it's more than a schooling, right? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of things have to be put in place to be able to do that. Um, Mm -hmm. In my career, I, I did have stages I had stages that I actually stepped down from some kind of career and I took lower ones so that I could have time for my family. I, I it did have stages and, you know, everybody, when I say everybody, my spouse and my family members know this, know that there were times that people that we entered, we started career at the same time, they were doing better than me. I mean, because they were taking up better roles. I did not take those roles yeah. because that mm-hmm. role, so that I could have time for my family, you know. In fact, it defines why I went into project management. So for those who see my profile, I was an engineer. I was break and fix. I was, I was, but that required me to be more outside there. But when I was a project manager, you know, there's a time. Of course, that is why it's defined as a project. There's a time for your project. So, it is well known that, okay, between this time and this time, 
my attention mm. is needed. And between this time and this time, these are things that I could plan and these are things that I could fix. And that is where the skills of the female also comes on the table because my children's, um, my children's projects also, my children's, uh, my family also came as a project for me. I handled a lot of things as, you know, as a project giving my husband mm -hmm. the attention that is due, reaching out to my in-laws, reaching out to my siblings. They were all on the table. In fact, Chilo, when I came to Zambia was with, I just changed job that time. I was able mm. to negotiate that. See, I have, you know, and those are some things that, um, thank God for people like um, the woman that wrote to lean in. They've been able to help us to be proud to put it on the table that, see, this is who we are. So when I was getting a job, I made them know that my children are on the verge of college, you know, getting into college and making some college decisions. I will, I may be needing one or two weeks to travel with them when they are going for any project. I may, mm -hmm. I mean, those are the conditions in which I'll take your job. And that is why it's yeah. the competence thing in front. When you're good, when you are who the company really wants, they will, <laughs> they will bend to take you yeah so yeah. i'm like um, the, i'm giving that as an example i just got i was just one week in that job Chulu, when i came in, to zambia with wow. with my child yes because it was part mm -hmm. of the table that see i would i may have to and so when it came up i said i need to go for this project with my child and i remember i it's one of the conditions in which you said and i was given and you know i left another thing is planning we should mm. learn how to plan a lot of things. You know, funnily, career people, I don't know about some people listening to me, but in Nigeria, a lot of us seldom use our leave periods. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So if you plan your time very well, you will be able, mm. and then when you learn, when you know some things, when you plan and you know, you will be able to, to you know, to enjoy that season. Mm -hmm. enjoy that season you will be able to enjoy that season although there are some other deeper things right like okay mm -hmm. are you married to a supportive husband or are you you know there are some other deeper things we, that's why i said it is a school because at times there are people i run my other life i run things like you know courtship classes and all that in which you should know who you're choosing really <laughs> you should know who you're choosing and even when you're married you should be able to negotiate some things because at the end of the day when your name is um, on the tabloids or when you are on the tabloids mm. the 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 glory is not only really coming to you it's also coming to that man as well so if you are able to if you are able to understand those things and mm. and run your life in such a way that your your glory from that job or from that career is also everybody else's glory you'll be shocked mm. on the kind of support you will get there were mm. times that yeah the, the the times that i have to the times i have had to travel my mother amazingly is then was a career person or she had her standards she won't babysit for you my mother-in-law will will leave her job and come and babysit for me right and you know there are there are trade-offs there are really trade-offs that you should be able to know that you're going to put on the table i had it a lot of trade-offs so at times we want i see that at times some ladies want to hold something and also want to hold something 
you mm. can't you can't hold there are little of um, balls you can hold at the same time you need to define and know the trade-offs you want to have because at, you want to have a sweet life anyway so you need to define the priority the truth is we really can't we can eat our cake and have it and we also cannot eat our cake and have it so you should know the cakes mm. you want to eat you should know the cakes you want to have so um on that he did and sincerely of course my husband is an amazing supportive person but i also want to add because at times the grass is not greener on the other side it's greener where you water it mm. you, really, you know when we're talking about relationships and marriage do you know how to handle the other partner do you understand the male gender so it's one of the things that got me to study intelligence so i got to understand the male gender i got to understand how to communicate with him i got to understand how to you know how to bring the best out of the world and so mm. it's it's just ended up you know being being what it you know being what it is at times i even get to understand how to make my teammates to to, to get to do some jobs for me you know I, I i i got to you know to do that and i also get to know how to use my feminine advantage at times mm. but at the right time you know at the right time maybe you're on a site for like i've been on a site for a while and then i i want to take a break my relationship with people will be able to make me to let you know to to let them let me go or not it's mm. you know it sounds easy being said it's a lot of work a lot of determination mm-hmm. and basic decision above all leadership leadership mm-hmm. when you have yeah. yourself in control when you tell yourself some truths you will easily be able to lead and when you accept some things there are some things you are not good at at all you should mm-hmm. allow those who are good at it you know to do it mm-hmm. what is next for you Hmm. um what is next of of course uh i'm doing a lot of focus really on my as you said the legacies um opening up myself to a lot of mentoring a lot of teachings i've amazingly realized that i've gathered a lot of education you know along the way i mm-hmm. i do a lot of um I do a lot of freelance projects now. I do a lot of consultancies and hugely a lot of um family teachings, you know, mm. because mm. along my along my career line I realized that um all those things matter. All those things matter. Yeah. All the things matter and so I do find a way to I do when you talk about seeing this saving your marriage before it starts it's the sessions I have with couples before they ever get married and even when they are married you know I partnered with some people in um who with America to be candid um that one is Dr. Les and Les Parrot who mm-hmm. who gets you to you know to understand yourself as a partner so that in short you will both make sense to your to yourself as a life like this world is not just um it's not just um one way we just didn't come to the world to to walk and die we came to have fun mm-hmm. so when we sincerely understand ourselves we sincerely learn and understand so many things we 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 do better when we know better and so that is one of yeah. the things i've opened up myself to you know to do still learning but at the same time opening up to 
creating tribes to pass on some legacies of knowing better. That's amazing. So how can people connect with you? So, you know, if there's a couple out there that's saying, eh, this one, she's the one for us. How do they connect with you? <laughs> um, I mean, the digital world has made a lot open. My, I'm, of course, available on my Instagram. If you come to my DM, I handle my DM by myself. I, I definitely will respond to you. I definitely will respond to you. They can via my DM. They okay. can via any of my handles. I'm also available on Facebook. I'm available on Twitter, but not um, very often. Active. Yeah, not very active okay. is the word. So Instagram and Facebook, yes, you can reach me. And then we can take the conversation All right. from and there. And her handle is at... Yosola Adigan. Yosola, it's always amazing. Such a pleasure to talk with you. Thank I you. really, really do appreciate our friendship and I will be coming to Nigeria. I really can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> and you are so, so welcome. You are so, so welcome. Thank you very much, Chilu. I really appreciate oh. this opportunity. This interview literally makes me feel energized with hope. Yosola dropped so many practical tips and my top three takeaways were one, set a standard that you are getting a seat at the table based on your competency. Aspire to be the woman that companies will bend backwards to have because your work speaks for itself. Two, women have higher emotional intelligence than men, which we can use to our advantage. We are able to discern which is the right time to ignore the insults in order to achieve the desired results. On the other hand, we should also know when to speak up and educate our sphere of influence on how to treat women. Three, society and businesses, organizations, they're all becoming more in tune with the fact that women have stages in their career. At some point, a woman might decide to take a step back so as to be more present in the formative years of her children's lives. However, it is clear that women above 40 years old are taking the business world by storm as they jump back into their careers. If you are, you know, in those stages where you've taken that step back, or maybe you're thinking about going back into the job market, you know, don't feel that your career is over or that your absence is leaving you at a disadvantage. As Yosola said, silence the voice of it's not possible. I would love to hear what you took away from this interview. Please find Yosola on social media at Yosola Adigan. Tell her you heard her on the Africana Woman podcast and show her some love. Come on now. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking part of this 
interview, you know, and just just you listening is so um, amazing. And I appreciate you so much for that. Please help me to get the word out about the Africana Woman podcast. All you have to do is take a screenshot of this episode and post it on your social media stories. Don't forget to tag me at Chulu by Design. And I love to see your feedback. You guys know my playground is Instagram. If you want to chat with me personally, just drop me a line. So until next week, I want you to remember, know your roots, grow your purpose. This has been a production of Ulendo Creative Media. You can find out more about their services on www.ulendocreative.com. Come.